0: After a whimsical escapade in efforts to retrieve the missing Paco Pokemon and magical portal creating Hoopering, Elodie reveals her true identity to Brandon, the Dewford Town police officer, and returns to confinement. Sarah, the intoxicated individual that she impersonated, is taken from the cell to her assigned boarding, and Gimli, Elodie, and Cindy are in the Duford Town jail with only a knocked owl. Patricia, who is hovering nearby outside the jail, receives word from Gimli to locate Schmidt and takes off. Our three adventurers stand huddled in a small town's unattended prison around a seven-layer birthday cake that reads, Happy Birthday, Gregory, with so many sparkling candles aflame, it is almost certainly a safety hazard. It is Cindy's birthday, the 16th day of the ninth month at approximately one thirty a.m. What will the Paco do?
1: Let's dig in. <laughs>
2: Candles before we burn down the chest. Okay, maybe make a
3: sure. Hear me out, we eat the candles.
1: (laughs) Gain fire powers. Destroy the town.
2: I already have fire powers.
1: That's true.
3: So why haven't you destroyed the town yet? Real questions.
2: We already destroyed part of it.
3: (laughs) One house.
2: And and our boat.
0: Allegedly. Sorry.
2: (laughs) Allegedly.
0: In case Knocked Out was listening, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly,
3: <laughs> yeah, listen to my above table chat.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, how do you go about eating it? I usually don't care about food rolls, but this is actually a bit of a challenge, so I'm kind of curious. Should I roll the blow out
2: the candles?
0: Sure. It's 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 almost a bonfire, so it's going to be like a DC 19 con check. Holy crap. Oh, great! Great. Could this be a survival roll?
2: <laughs> Richie, the only way that I could get a 19 a is crit. if I roll in at 20.
0: Yeah, so do it. Easy. Not that hard. Yeah.
2: Uh, I got a 14, so 14 minus 1 is 13.
0: Yeah. Um. Cindy takes a big inhale and blows up the candles, and uh, they don't fully go out there. Those like crazy sparklers that are like trick candles, you know? Like, they're crazy. This thing is... Is a uh, it it's almost that, like
2: big candle that like opens up and sings and spins? Oh,
0: sure, yeah. It's got let's say it's got like five of those. Uh, it's excessive. Um, the truth <laughs> of the matter is is that while it is a generous gesture from Hoopa, Hoopa is a bit of a prankster. So, like, while it is nice, it is still, uh, it's, it's still a challenge to overcome. <laughs> so, curious as to what you guys are, are thinking about here.
2: We should offer Brandon some cake,
0: isn't he unconscious?
3: Brandon oh, left. left.
2: Brandon, yeah, Brandon left. Oh,
3: Brandon left. Right, right, right. The other of...
2: guy left too. Yeah. Am I gonna get help I mean, blowing the... these candles
1: out? The the out could probably help you blowing candles out. Who? Who? <laughs> True.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean do whatever you want to do. We uh with
2: my uh, deep connection with this knockdown.
0: Wow. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: I asked mm-hmm. him to help me blow out the <laughs>
0: Okay, roll a Pokemon handling, please.
2: Dirty twenty one.
0: That's pretty dang good. Oh, really good. Um, Noctowl was like kind of just staring into space. Jury's out on whether or not it was like actually sleeping or not. Um, but you you rolled pretty high. Uh, Noctowl acknowledges what you said and just standing uh, atop its perch just begins flapping its wings really hard, and is uh creating a bit of a gust. Um, in fact, to give me DC ten dexterity checks all around.
3: What the
1: fuck? <laughs> oh no! Fifteen. Uh, nineteen. Okay, Fourteen.
0: Fourteen. Great, everyone passes. It's like pretty violently windy. You're getting a taste of that. Like this knocked owl has pretty relative power. Uh, it's a pretty mm. po- powerful flying type. Um, it flaps its wings, and it uh, actually I need to roll for it. Yep, flaps its wings. Uh, maybe a, a little too forcefully over and over again creates some gusts, and they kind of the air whistles throughout the the barred windows and and jail doors, and mm-hmm. all the candles go out. Um, some of the cake is displaced and it is splattered yeah. on the floor and the wall. Uh, in Elodie's cell, it is not all the cake by any means, but some of the frosting just kind of got whipped around.
3: I was about to ask, I'm like, is there a DC10 save on the cake? <laughs> uh, that was a joke. You don't have to do it. Yeah, it's
1: fine.
0: <laughs> I'm eating a lot of sugar. There's going to be a lot of juice. Inanimate <laughs> <laughs> objects, for Kim do, Kim they do have armor classes and hit points, but they don't necessarily make rolls. Yeah, there you go. One problem solved. You guys just going to dig in just ha- handfuls of cake?
2: I try to ask Hoopa through the Hoopa ring if he wants any cake.
0: Oh, roll a d20. 12.
2: 12.
0: Um, Elodie, is it on your wrist or is it still on the ground?
1: I probably picked it up.
0: Okay. Um, Cindy whispers this or says it aloud into the bracelet on your wrist and there is no response.
1: I mean, I can I can put it out for her if she wants to try again, but... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sounds like his loss, honestly. True. You guys just going to go at it? Sure. What is Let's your, do it. What is your goal? Are you just eating until you're satiated <laughs> or are you trying to uh, remove this cake from existence?
2: Yes.
1: I want that cake obliterated.
0: (laughs) I mean, I'm asking. It's a huge cake. There's three of of
2: us. How many layers did you say it was? Seven. That's that's like two and a third layer per person. Yeah, it's a
3: lot of cake. We're dividing it by layers?
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's
1: probably a bad idea because they're probably not even.
0: No. Yeah, (laughs) it's not a cylinder. I will
2: tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay we split the whole big cake into thirds and have at it okay i don't know i'm just
0: sure Uh yeah uh this isn't uh it might seem like a dumb question but I, I do honestly want to know if you are trying to eat the whole thing or not
1: yeah i mean I let's like do we it try but yeah, i let's try. know
2: going into it that we might not succeed and that's yeah
0: okay you do acknowledge that this requires constitution <laughs> saves there's three of you there's a lot of cake. Let me do some research. Actually, <laughs>
2: let me let me. Well, we have to numbers.
1: consider like,
0: like I do. Age, I, w- I want this to be a fair check.
1: Type, like, thick dude. How much cake are we typically eating in our lives? We've got a child. That's probably pretty and good. She's growing.
0: <laughs> probably, but that's why I'm calculating this. Hold on. Um, yeah, if we can throw up, that leaves room for more cake. <laughs> oh God.
2: That's how you win a keg race, baby. Oh, Spratt.
0: shit, guys. <laughs> the base layer, the the bottom layer, has approximately 12,000 calories. So Fuck yes. the cakes get smaller on their way up. So let me right. math this out. Yeah, guys, this, this is... a. probably uh, start at the top uh, down. This is... For all of you to finish it, there are three of you, so that helps. This is a DC 18 constitution save. Mm.
1: No problem. Gimli's got this, I believe. If oh jeez.
2: I got a three.
1: Minus one so a two. Eighteen.
0: Oh no oh, way. No. <laughs> I got a five.
1: Oh shit. Oh no, sorry. <laughs> I was wrong. I got a three. I was I got okay. a three.
0: Gimli chomps a clean third of this massive cake, consuming uh probably Probably about 13,000 calories. uh, Kind of fucked up. The rest of you hardly get into one layer. You do not even eat one whole regular-sized cake, um, and you feel incredibly bad. Uh, Did you both end up with a dirty three?
2: No, mine was a three on the die. That's a two. Okay,
0: and Elodie has a dirty three? Yeah. Okay. um, Each of you roll a d12. That's an eight. Okay. Eleven. Okay. How much HP do you have, Elodie?
1: I have nine. (laughs) Yeah,
0: great. Uh, Elodie knocks herself unconscious from consuming (laughs) cake as uh, she shoves her face and vomits and falls to the ground. Cindy takes the amount of damage that she rolled, and she also has a little throw-up moment and feels really, really gross. Uh, I don't know how you guys want to do this situation.
2: Well, I have 3 HP left and throwing up apparently.
0: Yeah. You're done now, but it's hurt and it sucked and uh it's kind of gross. <laughs> like Elodie's cell is fucking <laughs> terrible. It's so bad.
1: didn't cake and vomit. Sparkle. <laughs> oh, it's
3: uh, It's 1600 calories for a third of this cake. 1600, not 16,000. Well, you said what did you say the base was 1200?
0: No, 12,000.
2: 12, 1000.
3: Oh, then sixteen thousand,
0: yeah, yeah, that's a fucking. <laughs> Ginley chomps it down, dude. He's fine. He's it, it's the Sinnoh yep. genes, you know. He's he's good.
2: Burly miner.
0: Um, I will <laughs> just say it for finish
2: calories to get to work.
0: Yeah, I'll say for flavor that you all like finish eating in quotes at the same time. Um, so Ginley's just that's, tromping that's it.
2: Also accurate. Yeah. And
0: Cindy and Elodie are going slowly, and they just get destroyed. They they tried their best, but uh, um,
2: Cindy's like crying the cake. <laughs> and
0: elodie's out i don't know
2: we can't heal her
0: <laughs> uh, hold on is this a death safe situation i'm trying to figure this out
2: i mean she's has time to rest like we could put her on like
0: she's stable no this is the
2: most ironic death elodie could have <laughs> yeah no, we set her up on her bed so she can sleep it off and have a long rest.
0: Yeah, this and is and then that
2: covers it. That fixes it.
0: The the scenario is too neutral to have it be a death save situation, but she's not well. Oh, and... Yeah,
1: cuz not isn't, isn't death saves like if you like don't have time or something? I don't know.
0: Yeah, if you're not stable and like you clearly right. have people who can stabilize you. So. Yeah, and you're propped up on your bed, so you're stable. You're fine. I'm uh, literally fine. That she's in be... the
2: recovery position so she doesn't choke on her own vomit
0: that would be the funniest character death actually
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's what i'm literally saying is like funniest the baker dies from cake like
0: top here hope you got your new sheet ready no yeah um elodie will not perish at this time it is not her time yet yeah do you intend to do anything about this mess or is everyone just gonna try and go to bed (laughs) Um, yeah, I will. Great. <laughs> I will offer a DC 15 medicine check for Gimli and Cindy to restore one hit point to Elodie. I got it. Okay, cool. Elodie has consciousness. Feels real bad, but uh, she she's present if she wants to participate in anything that isn't just going to bed.
2: Good. Good. We need a
0: long good rest good. for the next day. Great. Well, I don't know. I'm doing well. good.
1: We're not gonna like clean the mess at
2: all, or no. <laughs>
3: no. It's not myself.
2: We can offer the cake to bribe the police officers in the morning. The
3: cake, they <laughs> come the
2: in and they see just vomit.
3: Yeah, there's just vomit everywhere. You want what are we some? it up with? There's nothing here. <laughs> Do you want some cake? It's my birthday.
0: <laughs> wow. Okay.
1: Uh,
0: if the so, just confirming the plan is to slumber.
1: Honestly, yeah. I don't know what else to do.
0: <laughs> I don't know if Gimli's
3: feeling any way that I would. I don't think I could sleep. So yeah, I finished my cake as well,
0: and um, I'm I'm woo. Okay, we're wooing. Define wooing. Oh. What does this mean? You're trying to do something? Uh, <laughs> definitely. I don't think I could sleep if I ate that much cake. Okay, it's
2: sixteen thousand calories of cake. And dig out, dig a tunnel out of the the jail
3: cell. Ooh. I'm anything- just going to start working out. I have to work out the <laughs> calories. I'm just going to start like boom
0: push ups and pull ups on my cell door. Okay. And- okay. It's just immediate burn the calories. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we're working through it. That's very funny. we um, loading, baby. I will request <laughs> each of you to roll a d4. This d4 is the number of hours cumulatively between you all that it will be until uh, the cops return to work. Uh, it is currently 1am, so who knows what their schedule is? So each of you add up your D4 results. Three.
2: Three.
1: Three.
0: You are what? very lucky. <laughs> um,
1: Let's go threes again! We're
3: back! All yeah. threes
0: gives you nine hours of rest, which is one hour more than is needed for a long rest. So Thankfully, based on your rolls, Elodie and Cindy do get to fully recover all their hit points and all their stuff, which is very important <laughs> for the situation. Gimli, do you intend to stay up and work out and shit? Uh, I would say for approximately one of those. For one hours. hour. Okay. Yeah, hours. Uh, give me just a strength roll. 18. Great. Yeah. You and your 18s today. Th- this makes me curious if there's anything like this in Gimli's lore or something that he just c- consumes an ungodly <laughs> amount of sweets and then just, like, <laughs> just... fucking. Well, normally <laughs> it's
3: consume carb load and get in the mines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is probably the
0: most like home that Gimli's
3: felt in a while. <laughs> eat eat 10,000 calories in the mess and then go to the mines.
0: Great. Yeah. Um, in that, if that's the case, we will time skip. I do require a D100 roll from Elodie. Nine. That's very low. Regardless of your result, I wouldn't tell you what was going to happen. Because... Is
2: that a D100 roll?
0: Yes. And you're conf- just based on last session. Was- this is a nine and not a 90, correct?
1: It was a nine and a zero, zero.
2: Yep, that
0: is a nine. That is, in fact, a nine. Great.
1: Good
2: job,
0: Uh, folks. To your knowledge, nothing happens. Uh, Nine hours pass. It must be a weekend or something because no one enters the uh, jail, the holding, until about 10 a.m. And the person who enters is someone you saw in passing. They have... It seems like their ranking is perhaps higher than Brandon's or Eric's. They are more decorated on their uniform. Um, She has uh, some like neon purple hair that she has tucked behind uh, a a uniform hat and she's carrying a bag, a a large kind of sack of what is presumably everyone's belongings that Brandon shoveled in earlier. She has one ultra ball at her belt and uh, she has a little badge or a name tag, I should say, on her lapel, on her chest that says uh, Chief of Police Delaney. She says, all right, everyone, get up. What the hell? And she looks at the chaos that has been wrought in Elodie's cell. Uh, there is a two thirds unfinished giant birthday cake in candles uh, strewn about. There's two piles of vomit on the floor, and uh, Knocked Owl's just sleeping on the perch. She kind of she stomps her boot and she says, Rise and shine, everyone. I'm going to need someone to explain this to me. I will
1: not be um, speaking
3: without my lawyer present.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that's the best stance to take. Oh my
3: god!
1: <laughs> my lawyer? Uh, I'm
3: gonna plead the fifth to not self-incriminate.
0: Delaney looks... Uh, I don't know the word. She really <laughs> wants information but you're not wrong. Right? <laughs> she you says...
2: Want some cake? Do you ask that? Yeah.
0: Roll a persuasion.
2: 16?
0: 16. She says... I think I'm good, but I appreciate the offer. Delaney says, well, good news. Your lawyer, your representative, Clementine Sawyer, should be here in just a few minutes. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to get in here and introduce myself and let you know that I'll be conducting investigations today. Just fact-finding interrogations. Nothing nothing more than that. Uh, when your lawyer arrives, we, we will begin. I do not understand the condition of these cells, but uh, <laughs> for the moment, since I am here... Uh I will return and let you out in a moment and we will move to the interrogation process. Give me one moment. And she sets the bag down and she steps out, presumably to an office or something to prepare. Is there any sort of thing that you do while she is out or are you patiently waiting? Was it just her who came in? Like is there anyone else like watching us or something? To your knowledge. No. Noctowl is there. Noctowl is sleeping. It is the morning. So if we could get a mop, I could clean this up. Do you say that? Yeah. Okay. Not heard, unfortunately. Ah, what a shame. Well, I guess not. Eh, that's their problem, then. Yeah. A few moments pass, and by that like a minute or two, and uh, you hear the sound of people entering the small little police station, city hall, multi-purpose little area. You hear the sound of two different pairs of footsteps, and Delaney returns to the cell with Clementine Sawyer, who you haven't seen in a while. Uh, mm-hmm. he looks around and like, he's got a big smile on his face as he's walking in. And then he sees the scene and he his immediately turns to kind of confusion. Uh, this kind of very wide man with a big cowboy hat says, it, it's good to see you all, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, we'll save it for later. And yeah. uh, warden Delaney begins to approach each of your cells and turns the key to unlock them. Despite the fact that they may already be unlocked
2: or broken
0: or <laughs> Uh, I don't think any of them are broken. I think, yeah. They're I think they broken. were just, I don't unlocked. think any
1: of them are. They were all locked. <laughs> Only all my handcuff is broken. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm. She is going to make three high intensity rolls to see if she notices that any of your cells were in fact unlocked. And she rolled below 10 for all of them. Very good. Uh, she thinks that she unlocks all of your cells. And she stands back and she says, with your attorney present, this is how it's going to go. We're going to take you into the other room, ask you a few questions, one at a time. Clementine will be there the whole time. He's very familiar with this procedure.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And we'll just be collecting information from you all. So whoever would like to volunteer to go first.
2: First, I want to go first.
0: Okay, with Don't that. Do we
2: get to talk to our lawyer before we end up in interrogation, or are we just being thrown into it?
0: Um, Are you asking this to Delaney? Yes.
2: I, okay. I guess.
0: She says... Well, I suppose if you have things to talk about, that's fair. You haven't. Yeah, you haven't met. They just arrived. Very well. I'll give you some time. Um, yeah. And Delaney steps out. Uh, Cindy, roll a perception check. The seven. OK, you don't particularly notice anything. OK. Um. OK, yeah. Uh. Delaney steps out and Clementine Sawyer there is there and he's he, he kind of sighs and he says, well, it's great to see all of you again. I am very curious about what the situation is with this cake, but that's none of my business. Uh, do, we, do we have some questions? Is there anything we want to talk about before this interrogation begins?
3: Um, I think it would be a good idea just to give you a breakdown so you understand our situation. And then as we go to answer questions, we'll focus on your advisement. Does that make sense?
0: Clementine says, yeah, I, I would appreciate to be filled in. Absolutely. But uh, to be completely uh, clear with you all, I cannot be answering your questions on your behalf. Uh, in this particular stage of this investigation, if that makes sense. Oh, for sure. He says very well. Uh, tell me what I need to know, and it's up to you if you want to RP this or not. Yeah. Well, it's so right, essentially, so we're in the
2: ocean on a boat, right? Riding a <laughs> horde of corsula, as as you do, you know.
0: He's taking notes.
2: <laughs> and Schmidt found a child among the yeah. corsula. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Uh, we, uh,
1: rescued the child from the ocean, and he told us that he was from, well, he was visiting Duford, his aunt and uncle in Duford. uh, that he got lost out in the ocean while playing with some ghost-type Pokemon. And we thought, you know, so, I have this, um, Hoopa Ring bracelet, and I show him the Hoopa Ring, uh, and it can open portals, um, if to a place that you've been to. So, we thought to get this ho- child home faster that we could give the hope ring to the child and tell him to envision Duford. and the child. Um, he did. She he did. did do that. We credit credit where credit's due. Um, he just um also envisioned um his, his bedroom. bedroom, so. When we he tossed the hooper ring, the portal opened to his bedroom, and then the boat and a lot of corsela went through it and crashed into um, the house.
0: Uh, Clementine is continuing notes, and he gets a little peaked. His interest is peaked at, at this moment. He asks to Elodie, wait, w- one second. This, this hooper ring that you're describing, was is this something that the, they've confiscated here?
1: Um, no, I, I still have it and show it.
0: Clementine says, "If you bring this up as part of your questioning, they're they're going to take it. I hope you're you are aware of this.
1: Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I don't know if we should bring it up in questioning."
0: Clementine sighs a little bit and he says, "Are you asking me and a lot of you to be intentionally dishonest in the face of the law?" Um, uh,
2: I mean, we I... can still blame Hoopa. We don't have to say. That we possess a Hoopa ring so that we can open up portals whenever. D- exactly. Hoopa we can still the was this Hoopa here. ring. Yeah. There was a hoopah ring. Like, we don't. Or there was a Hoopa. Yeah. Right. Right. Hoopa brought the cake here. We didn't ask for cake. Hoopa showed up with cake because it's my birthday. Why? Well, I... Cindy <laughs> is that. convinced that that is what, is, what happened.
0: Mm-hmm. It's not too far from the truth. Uh, give me, I guess, both of you. Uh, persuasion rules? Yeah, personally, I wouldn't have mentioned the ring, but that
1: was nineteen. Well Well, he's a lawyer, and we have to tell him the truth.
3: No, you don't. Oh. <laughs> you, you can tell him whatever you want. you—you you can't. You, he's another person, Grace. You can just lie to him, too. <laughs> like, he's just a guy. We tell him, like, yes, yeah, are guy? you playing with ghost types? And then I was like, okay, cool. And then he said, we use this ring to open up the portal. I was like,
0: fuck. All right. <laughs> well, <laughs> Um, What was your role, Cindy? 12. Okay. Um, Elodie's 19 plus your kind of average 12 is enough that Clementine is willing to fib on your behalf. Um, He is not going to... It's
2: more of an omission than like a direct... Exactly.
0: Yeah, he's not going to say that something happened that didn't, but he's willing to work with you all to get the best version of your story, if that makes sense.
1: Yes, right.
0: Okay, so he, he nods and he says, okay, well, again, I just want to be perfectly clear that if, if this magical ring that you say you have is part of your defense, it, it is likely going to be confiscated, and if it is determined that it is the source of, uh, of this crime, that you're probably not going to get it back. Understood. He says...
2: Something that we could bring up, and I don't know if it'll come up in the interrogation, but, like, we are the Quacko Paco we saved lava ridge from a volcano um we can help rebuild the house and restore what we can of the town um to the best of our abilities
0: Clementine well. says, "Well, I haven't worked in these small town courts very often, so I'm not sure what their expectations are. I I do understand that uh, some sort of reparation for repairing the house would be an expectation if you are found guilty. That is definitely to to be expected. Uh,
3: regarding whether we're
2: found guilty or I, not, I think we're we willing want a in house. A
0: way to provide
2: yeah,
3: yeah. that because act it, regardless of it's guilt on our fault or an accident, it's it's still devastating."
1: <laughs> right. And we want
3: to help where we can.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Clementine that's nods, and, and he says, "Well, that's good that you're willing because you're probably going to need to participate in some way. Uh, right. reg- regarding your previous actions, unfortunately, those don't exempt you from new crimes or new charges. The uh, yes. previous acts of heroism <laughs> will good. not help your case, yes. but it's a good effort." Yes. That's it. He said, "We're not above the law, dear." <laughs> <laughs> uh, Clementine says, "All right. I think I got a pretty good gist. I'll find out more as each of you get questions. Is there anything else you think that I should know?" No, I think that that's all the details. Yeah, uh, he asks one more question. He asks before you all go in individually: uh, Is there anything that you would like to speak alone amongst yourselves to corroborate before you step in?
3: I, I mean, do we all feel comfortable? Like that's the story we're sticking with, right? Like we're we're talking we besides Hoopa the ring it? part.
2: Hoopa the being did it. Well,
3: it's like more or... of a question: Do we say Hoopa? Or was it the ghosts, or was it we? Don't really know. We oh, just we, know. we don't
1: know. Yeah, like. The, the portal appeared. We don't know how it happened.
2: Uh, okay.
1: Situation? Because that's true. We don't know how it Like We're leaning, like, we we're don't leaning know on
2: ghosties. And we don't actually know. Or...
1: No, Shot, not yeah. or. Okay. There's no or.
3: There's okay. no or. <laughs> we, we, a portal opened. We are here. That's it.
2: Okay. With the kid who was That's all we ghosts. know. Right. Exactly. We do I know that. It. Yeah, for sure.
0: Great. Is this all the discussion you'd like to have? Absolutely.
2: Okay. Sure. Hello. Hello. Sound about alright.
1: <laughs> you know, she's a kid though, so like if she uh, says something crazy, we can just be like, she's a child. Be like, what are you gonna do? Like, they say crazy things.
3: I just I just wish you didn't mention the ring to Clementine.
1: I thought, you know, if we mention it, then he can help us, like, have the best you I just know, feel like defense. We, we
3: knew what we needed to say.
1: It I guess that's true.
3: The information provided to him I don't think really changed anything, so it's like I guess
1: that's true, yeah, yeah. That's fair. Yeah,
3: right. It's fine though. It'll it'll be all right. I'll I'll let Lizzie hang out with him for a little while. She's uh she's been boxed for a minute, so
1: <laughs> Yeah, hopefully we get our Pokemon back soon.
3: I think we will after this whole thing is said and done Sure, sure Clementine wouldn't mind a nice chuckle session, so hope Schmidt's okay. That's that's what I'm really. That's concerned yeah. We could fix a house. Like we we stop the volcanic eruption. I think we can build a house. I've built a built a handful of houses already before. So it's yeah. it is what it is. We can definitely yeah. rebuild and restructure. I think it'll be fine. But
1: oh, I think
3: it's just I a think
1: lot. it'll be okay.
3: We just got a lot more important things to deal with. <laughs> not, That's not truly what that, it
1: is. Not
3: not to say that this is just like well what an inconvenience. But I mean
1: like truly we're, it's like we're, we're worried not about the world here and like
3: now we're in jail because of some silliness mm-hmm. I, I think we should have been more careful with that ring dear
1: you know I realize that now I think <laughs> it's an important it's, tool um
3: it, it's very maybe, maybe I, we I,
1: think I, through our choices I, sometimes
0: I, I, hello
2: hello
0: chief Delaney knocks on the door and receives Clementine Sawyer and yourself and she kind of peeks in and she says are you all ready yes okay she escorts you and clementine to a room that is just right like it's a this building is tiny it's just like the next door on the right um it's a pretty bare bones room there's a single lamp hanging from the ceiling there's a large rectangular mirror on the far wall uh there are two chairs on one side of a metal table and one chair at the other Delaney sits at the side where there is one single chair. And in the corner of this room, uh, there is an individual, um, a man wearing a brown trench coat uh, who is wearing a fedora. And his face is somewhat obscured and he's holding a folder. Uh, He seems that he's involved in this questioning in some way. Uh, Delaney asks that you take a seat. Do you do so? Sure. Delaney says, very well, let's begin. We'll make it fast. Delaney asks, all right, first off, Cindy, what's your name? Cindy. Cindy. Uh, she reviews a folder that she has that has, uh, seemingly some information on it that pertains to you. Uh, and she nods and she understands that this is just what you go by. She asks, what is your home city and region?
2: I was told yesterday that it was a Mauville address, but the, the Berry Masters Berry Farm is where I grew up.
0: Uh, she takes out her pen and she scribbles and she makes note that Marvel uh, City is in fact the address, but Route One Twenty Three is probably more accurate because she's familiar with the location of the Berry Farm. She then asks, "How did you meet Elodie Gimli and Schmidt?"
2: So we were at the um, uh, Lily Co. Festival, and we um, we met in the chaos of the terrorist attack that happened there. And we helped restore um, Kmart, or K's stand, um, in Lily Cove because he lost his uh, beloved Pichu Pablo. So we went and rescued Pablo as a group, and we kind of have been hanging out since.
0: Delaney nods and scribbles inside this file that seems to pertain to you. Uh, She continues, why do you all travel together?
2: Well, um... My grandparents got taken in the, the attack, so I really don't have other adults aside from them looking after me. So, yeah.
1: Delaney, I can't
2: speak for anybody else, but I, I, I'm just a loose child otherwise.
0: Delaney doesn't express any particular emotion. Um, Takes some notes. Uh, she says, We've surveyed the Pokemon registered to your trainer ID. Is your Ninetales Soul Eater your most powerful? Uh,
2: if not, Cookie might be. But they are both very powerful.
0: Delaney takes note. She asks, what's your ambition as a trainer?
2: I mean, I'd like to beat a few more of the gyms. I have a couple gym badges. um, And... Oh, what's his face the fire type gym he said that I could be a trainer at the the gym maybe one day so I was thinking that maybe after I get some more gym badges I could go and be a trainer at the fire type gym
0: Uh, Clementine uh, gives a kind of like a proud look a proud little smile uh, next to you and uh, Delaney continues to take notes she asks regarding this incident that we're questioning you about uh, what caused it
2: I don't know man
0: You don't have to go into explicit detail if you don't want. You can just say the story that you discussed with uh, the other two.
2: There we were, on the ocean, (laughs) riding on a horde of Corsola. Because, you know, the warmer temperatures and the Corsola problem. Mm -hmm. Um, So we were actually on a horde of Corsola. And then we found a child in the middle of the ocean. Actually, Schmidt found the child. And we put the child on the ship. The child told us he was playing with some voodoo ghosty Pokemon. And then, boom! We were in his house.
0: Delaney says, Interesting. Very well. Thank you. When the incident occurred, where were you intending on traveling?
2: We were on our way to Duford.
0: Very well. So we were
2: planning to come here. Just, you know, not into a house was the original plan, but.
0: She says, understood. This child that you're mentioning, his name is Alex Carpenter. How did you meet him?
2: He was on an island in the ocean. He was about to be trampled by the horde of Corsula we were riding.
0: She says, very well. What did Alex tell you when you met?
2: That he was playing with ghosty Pokemon and he was he found himself in the ocean. On, I guess, a tiny island?
0: Delaney asks, do you have any relationship to the Carpenter family?
2: No. Not that I know of. He just at- found a lost kid.
0: Great. It is at this time... That she procures the bag that everyone's belongings are in. Um, And she pulls out what is distinctly your belongings. And she says, This is your bag, correct? Yes. Now roll for me a d20. Sorry, d12. D12. Eight. Okay. This woman pulls out the Atlas Stone. Delaney says, Can you tell me a little bit about this? It's rock. Uh, roll, uh, persuasion, deception. It's not very high, but I do need to have it. Uh, Nine. Nine, she says. It looks pretty old, pretty dated. Where did you find it?
2: It was given to me by an old friend. Okay. Uh, on her deathbed. So it's very important to me, even though it's just a rock.
0: It is at this moment that the man sitting in the corner stands up. And he hands a different folder to Delaney. Uh, Delaney looks at it and, like, looks at the man and whispers some things. Roll a perception.
2: They—they—they're they're, they're not taking my atlas stone. I will punch a police officer. <laughs> um, dirty twenty.
0: That's great. Um, you can tell that as this man hands Delaney the folder, she says, "Oh, is you, this is relevant to what you're what to to your case?" And the man just nods. He doesn't speak. And Delaney kind of looks like, oh, very well. She sets the Atlas Stone back in the bag. And she flips through a new folder, which has some information on it. Um, you can, you're can, you welcome to roll another perception check to see if you can discern anything that's in this folder.
2: Oh, that's a 19.
0: 19. That's very good. You can distinctly see pictures of your grandparents, pictures of your parents, and pictures of you, um, as yeah. well as the, the names of all of them. Um, and some just a bunch of words. A whole bunch of words. Okay. Uh, Delaney says, I just have a few more questions. Uh, it, it says here you were raised by your grandparents. Can you confirm that the names of your biological parents are River and Beckett? Yeah. Delaney says, you told me earlier, but I just want to confirm your grandparents went missing during the terrorist attack at the Lily Cove City Summer Festival. Is that correct? Yes. Delaney asks, what can you tell me about your parents?
2: They were a part of team aqua is that the name of it yeah that is Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay uh they were members of team aqua which is why i was raised by my grandparents um so obviously being involved in criminal organizations is not the ideal place to be bringing up a child um after that i don't really know a whole lot about what they're up to
0: delaney asks do you know of their whereabouts and or their current condition
2: Not really. We've been seeing, like, in our travels around Hoenn, we've been seeing some, um, like, graffiti that might be them, but, I mean, it could just be, like, my bias knowing them, like, an R and a B, and just assuming it's them, but there's been some, like, Team Aqua graffiti in various places around Hoenn, but I don't know if, if it's them specifically or where they are currently.
0: Delaney says, okay, very well. Uh, Just a couple more questions for you. And she turns the page in the folder. Um, This one has a lot of photos of people and items. Roll another perception check. Twelve? Twelve, okay. You only recognize one particular image, and it is a headshot of someone that you know, not like a mugshot, but just like their face on a professional uh, background. And Delaney asks, do you know someone by the name of Symmetra Redtree?
2: Yeah, Miss Sam.
0: Delaney says, Sam, okay, do you know where they are? No. Delaney asks. The last asks- time oh.
2: we saw her was in Meteor Falls.
0: She writes this down.
2: Uh, When Deoxys attacked, and we saved the world from Deoxys. And she was injured pretty badly, and I believe one of her Pokemon teleported her, uh, presumably somewhere safe, but it it did not look good. She was not doing too hot. Rolly Charisma. Ugh. Plus two. That is a 21.
0: Okay, that's very high. Um, Delaney is not fully convinced of the stories you are telling because of your age, she thinks that either one, you are telling the truth or two, you're just a very good storyteller and you're like imagining things. Um, but she doesn't, she decides not to press further because she's going to be speaking to more people. Um, is at this moment that Clementine speaks up, he says, listen, is, is this relevant to the case at hand? Um, and the man in the corner uh, pulls something out of his jacket and flashes like a bifold wallet that descends vertically downwards and, uh, roll a perception check. Or, sorry, investigation, actually.
2: Twelve.
0: Twelve! Um, you don't see any details, you can just recognize it's like a police or government, like, logo mm-hmm. within this bifold. Um, and Clementine, uh, takes a deep breath, and he says, very well. Uh, with all that being said, Delaney says, well, that's all the questions I have for you. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll follow up when we're done with everyone else.
2: When will I be getting my stuff back?
0: Delaney says, "Well, you're a sweet girl. Uh, depending on what you need, I might be able to have it for you right now."
2: I really just want solely. We've been partners for like forever. I raised her from an egg, and she's just very comforting to have because, like, this is scary. Like, I've never been in jail before, and I just want the comfort of my my partner. Okay, charisma check, please. Okay, uh, are j- j- 17.
0: Yeah. Um, Delaney likes you and she says, very well. And she grabs a Pokeball and she asks you, is this Solis? And you would recognize that it is. Um, and, uh, she grabs the Ultra Ball that's at her belt and she says, we're understaffed today. So my partner is going to just have to keep an eye on you. Just hope you understand. And, uh, fine. she, yes.
2: I said, that's fine.
0: Uh, she opens her ultra ball and out comes um a pokemon that looks strangely like the seven layer cake that you consumed uh the night prior uh it is a feminine pokemon that appears to be wearing like a conical dress that is just what its body is it's all black and white it has kind of a gothic look to it um and as it exits the pokeball it makes kind of like a chime sound like and uh it stands about as tall as a person, and it stares at you very intently, and it is intending to follow you out. Um, you are given Soli's Pokeball, and Clementine gets up Soli and out. you are sorry?
2: I let Soli out just to like walk with me.
0: Okay, sure. Yeah, there's there's limited room in this particular interrogation room, but <laughs> I it, guess it, in it,
2: the hallway. No, like, yeah, it's we're...
0: it's fine. Okay. Soli comes down, Soli is very happy to see you. Um you being Cindy and Soli and this Gothatel and Clementine walk back to the jail and we will join them in there
1: oh you're Hi. back
0: what you all see uh returning to the room is more uh characters more figures than left um cindy is returning with soldi outside of her pokeball um, Clementine Sawyer and just standing at the threshold of the door is a Pokemon that is has a feminine shape appears to be wearing like a conical black and white dress looks like it has makeup on and has a very piercing kind of gaze and kind of a gothic expression um, and it's standing at the doorway and Clementine says well whoever's ready can go next you can go next Elodie.
1: okay yeah I'm, I'm good to
0: go okay Um, you rendezvous with Clementine and Gothitelle continues to stand in the doorway, just, just watching kind of carefully into the cells. And, uh, with that being said, let's go to the room. Why is there suddenly a Gothitelle here now?
2: Oh, because I asked if I could have Soli as an emotional support, uh, Pokemon. And because they're understaffed, Gothitelle needs to watch to make sure I don't pull any funny business.
3: Oh, all right. (laughs) i was a little concerned
2: because i'm a sweet kid and i was allowed my right. pokemon
3: right what if i could yes. convince them that trevor could be an emotional <laughs>
2: support pokemon <laughs> <Fort> rock
3: <laughs> he's he he keeps me grounded
2: <laughs> they asked me questions about sam
3: okay how, how, what yeah how did <laughs> how did you get on that topic
2: uh, there was some other guy there who, like... I don't know. I think some, they got beef with Team Energy because they were asking some about other guy? parents. Yeah, he's, like, in a whole trench coat vibe.
3: So, y- did you talk about the house at all? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it seems like it kind of got derailed in the discussion.
2: They found the Atlas Stone, and I told them that it was just a rock.
3: Oh, God. <laughs>
2: Because it was oh, a I
3: didn't even think about the Atlas stone. Oh, God.
2: Yeah, no, but don't worry. I-, I said that it was just a rock and told oh. them that it was very sentimental to me because a friend of mine gave it to me on their deathbed.
3: Did they believe you?
2: Seems like it. She let me take Soli.
3: I guess so. I mean, you are a quote unquote sweet kid.
2: <laughs> it was great.
3: Yeah, you seem to have a pretty good time
2: no it was fine they weren't even like that were like yes they were worried about the house but they seemed to have more questions about like other stuff like how we became friends etc oh.
3: so we just ran through the whole <laughs> story back. i gave the
2: whole story okay i told her <laughs> about pablo i told oh her about God. deoxys
3: you told uh, them about the, oh my god.
2: Well, they asked if we had seen Sam, and I said the last time we saw her was when Deoxys attacked and we saved the entire world from Deoxys. <laughs> I
0: was like, huh?
2: Yeah, that was kind of their response. So if you corroborate that, they might actually believe me.
0: Let's go to the room. Let's do it. You turned, like, just one right corner, and you're automatically in this room. It seems like that there's not a whole lot of uh, space in this particular building. What you see is a metal table that's rectangular. Uh, Lengthwise, there's two chairs on one end and one chair at the other. Delaney is already sitting at the far chair. She asks that you take a seat. Do you do so? Yes. Great. There's a chair next to yours. Clementine sits down. You see in the back right corner of the room, there is another chair and there's a man sitting there. There's someone who's wearing kind of a brown trench coat and wearing a fedora and he's kind of clouded in shadows and he's holding a folder. Um, Delaney is also holding a folder, and she says, "Do you have any questions before we begin?"
1: No, I think I'm good to go.
0: Delaney asks, "All right, what is your name?" Elodie Gabina. She asks, "What is your home city and region?"
1: Lumio <laughs> City, of Kalos.
0: She says, "Very well. How did you meet Gimli Schmidt and Cindy?"
1: Yeah, good question. We all met each other in Lily Cove City during the Summer Festival. We all had stuff stolen from us while we were hanging out at the festival and we all just met up on the way to go retrieve our stuff.
0: She says and, uh,
1: that's how we met pretty much.
0: And Delaney says, Very well. Why do you travel together?
1: Uh yeah, we're just we get along real well. Uh we trust each other. Just just a good pack to be with.
0: She says, Great. We've surveyed the Pokemon that are registered to your trainer ID. Is Alcremie your most powerful Pokemon?
1: Yes, that is correct, I believe.
0: Delaney shuffles through this guess, folder. Oh, sorry.
1: I was going to say grape juice is level 11 and cabbage is 10, but cabbage is my most trusted partner, so... Uh,
0: Delaney continues to shuffle through this file. There's a bunch of papers in a folder that presumably have something to do with you. Delaney asks, what is your ambition as a trainer?
1: Okay, Um. yeah, good Good question. I. I guess my ambition as a trainer is to help other people um help my pokemon achieve their potential and uh yeah really um just just want to help other people as much as i can
0: delaney takes some notes and she tries to not express any emotion regarding your statement she asks regarding this incident in question what is the cause of it
1: the cause of this incident uh, uh, involving the Carpenter we,
0: family uh, when you arrived to ten.
1: To be honest, I, I really don't know exactly what happened. Magic. The Pokemon magic. Probably.
0: Roll a uh-huh. DC 10 Deception.
1: That's a 10!
0: Okay, that's enough. Yeah, Delaney's taking notes. Uh, she may... She's not entirely convinced that you're giving all the information, but... Uh, you're not before a judge, so she's not gonna press it. She asks, When the incident occurred, where were you intending on traveling?
1: Well, we were we were on a boat headed to Duford.
0: She says, Okay, very well. How did you meet Alex Carpenter?
1: Yeah, um, you know, we were on the ocean, um, actually traveling with a pack of corsola, which was great. Um, and we uh we heard a voice of a child, that being Alex, um and brought him on board um and yeah she
0: says thank you what did alex tell you when you met
1: yeah he had told us that he had been playing with ghost type pokemon and something happened and he ended up in the middle of the ocean
0: she continues to take notes she asks do you have any previous relationship to the carpenter family
1: no i do not
0: Delaney pulls out the bag of everyone's belongings. Uh, she identifies a particular bag, and she asks, Is this yours? It is, in fact, yours. Yes. Um, she reaches inside of it. Please roll a d12. Six. Okay. Um, she reaches inside your bag, and she pulls out uh, Sam's journal. She asks, Can you tell me a bit about this?
1: Um. <clears throat> yeah. Um. Yeah, that belongs to um one of our traveling companions, um Sam. She um uh, do you, are you familiar with uh anything that happened at Meteor Falls?
0: Delaney says, I'm not at liberty to provide that information at this time. You're welcome to make an insight check.
1: Okay. Uh eight?
0: Eight. You can't get a read. You don't know what she's saying, uh what she means by that. You do notice that um uh, your lawyer Clementine Sawyer is—he uh, has his arms folded, kind of impatiently and like kind of frustrated, but he isn't like speaking up about anything. Um, oh, okay. Uh, right. When you mention the last thing that you just said, the man in the corner wearing the trench coat uh, gets up and he hands a different folder to Delaney, and she opens it up, and uh, she says, "This friend that you speak of, do they—is their name Symmetra Redtree?"
1: Yes, that's correct.
0: Delaney asks, do you know where they are? No, I do not. She says, okay, very well. And this belonged to her? It did, yes. She says, she turns to talk to the man in the trench coat. Roll a perception.
1: That will be a 15.
0: Okay. You don't get all the words that they're being said, but uh, you get the vibe that Delaney is asking, like if going through the journal is something that is relevant to this case that Delaney is on. Um, And uh, the man in the trench coat kind of like shakes his head. No, he doesn't speak, Um, but he does extend a hand. And uh, she Delaney gives the journal to him. uh, And returns the folder that she was handed as well. Uh, She returns to your file. And Delaney says, just a few more questions for you, Elodie." all right? Sure. Uh, flips through your file. Uh, roll a new perception check as she turns some pages. 19. 19. You see pretty clearly that um, in this file are photos of you, like government photos from Carlos, Like maybe you're in school or you're at a job or something. Uh, mm-hmm. Photos of your family, uh, including your brother. And she hovers over a second on your brother, and she asks, uh, is your brother named Victor Gabena?
1: Yes, that's correct.
0: Delaney turns a few more pages. Uh, Roll one more perception check.
1: Uh, That was a nat one.
0: Okay, great. You have no idea. Her finger stops on a page under a certain series of words, and you cannot read them. Delaney asks, do you know of Victor's current location?
1: The last I was aware, he was in Gaylor.
0: Delaney says, how long ago was that?
1: Gosh. Um,
0: For context, it's been a month or two since your journey started.
1: Yeah, probably a month or two ago.
0: Delaney says, okay, I believe that's it. And uh, the man gets up and hands her one like half piece of paper. And she asks, uh, roll one more perception. I lied. One more perception.
1: Okay, sure. 14.
0: Okay. Um, They exchange some words and Delaney seems like kind of confused slash concerned. And the man in the trench coat just kind of nods. Delaney says, "Uh, are you familiar with the legend of the Colossian Wandering King AZ? And she shakes her head and she's like, I don't know. And the man in the trench coat just kind of nods. And Clementine actually speaks up. He says, listen, we did this with the last interrogation. I don't know how this is relevant. And the man in the trench coat um, glares at Clementine, and he f- folds his arms again.
1: I mean, yes, I- I'm familiar with it.
0: Uh, the man in the trench coat writes a note, and Delaney says, Well, that'll be all. We can get uh, Gimli. He's our last one in here. Um, is there, do you have any other questions or any information you'd like to volunteer that might be relevant to the case?
1: Yeah, um. No, I think I think that's that's all that I know.
0: Roll just a general charisma.
1: Gotcha. 19?
0: 19 great. Delaney appreciates your patience and it feels apologetic for the confusion about the weird questions and uh she says, "Listen, your friend cindy, uh I asked if I could do anything for her, and uh she really wanted to see her partner is Is there anything of your belongings that I can offer you at this time
1: Oh, yeah, um yeah if I could have uh if I could have cabbage with me, that'd be great
0: uh Delaney procures cabbage's pokeball and confirms that it is in fact cabbages and gives it to you.
1: Epic gaming moments. Great. I will take her out and cool. give her a hug.
0: Yeah, you do just that. Cabbage is so happy to see you. Uh, it act- hasn't actually been that long, <laughs> but... Yeah, uh,
1: technically speaking, it hasn't been that long. Um,
0: Cabbage is uh, yeah, just it's just pleased. Just pleased to hang out. And with that, uh, Clementine will escort you past Gothitelle, and you can return to your cell. Are you all done? Yep. Cool, let's do it. Hello You all see as Gothitelle stands in the doorway. uh, Clementine Sawyer returns with Elodie, and Elodie is joined by Cabbage, uh, just kind of plopping along happily. um, And they return just to hang out. The cell doors are open, so they're not like you don't have to be in there if you don't want, but you do have to be in this particular room. Clementine says, All right, Gimli, you're the last one. Are you ready? Yep. He says, All right, let's go. And he pulls you into the room next door.
1: So, how'd your interrogation go?
2: it went well. I gave them the whole story.
1: I gotta say, yours went a little bit longer than mine, I thought.
2: I went from Pablo all the way to where we are now.
1: Please don't tell me you told them about
2: Deoxys. Oh, I had to. They asked about Sam. <laughs> We're not believe me. They didn't believe me. About Deoxys. Oh, shit. They didn't believe me. They thought I was just some sweet little kid. It's like, ha, ah, very cute.
1: Okay, good thing they didn't believe you, because I don't think anybody's supposed to know about that.
2: Well, they asked about Sam, and they're like, when was the last time you saw her? Yeah. And I was like, uh, when she got obliterated. And <laughs> they asked the me world. too!
1: They asked me too, and I was just like, are you familiar with Meteor Falls? And they didn't say anything, and I was like... Okay, and then I was like, oh shit, like, if they ask me about it, I can't say anything about Deoxys. So I kept my mouth shut after that, and thankfully they didn't ask. They asked but...
2: about my parents.
1: Yeah, they asked about my brother. I don't know what that's about. Maybe he's Um, up to no good.
2: uh Uh-oh. They asked about the Atlas Stone, but I was able to convince them that it was just a rock.
1: Good, good, yeah. That would not have been good. They did take Sam's journal. Um, I don't know if they're actually going to go through it. Hopefully not, but I don't think it has anything incriminating in there.
2: Maybe they'll look at the picture that gives people headaches.
1: Oh, true! I should have warned them about that.
2: (laughs) That's their problem. (laughs) That's their problem, Yeah.
1: But yeah, um, she doesn't know about the ring, so...
2: Good. And I, I didn't tell her about the ring. I just said, we picked up Kid, saved his life, and boom, we were in a house. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I convinced him that the Atlas Dome was just a rock, and it was very mm-hmm. sentimental to me because an old friend gave it to me on their deathbed. That's so true, though. Like... It is so true. That's not even a lie. Yeah i totally forgot we weren't supposed to tell anybody about deoxys (laughs) i didn't say deoxys was still there i just said we saved the world from deoxys (laughs) which is true that's fair yeah that's honestly that's fair i think
1: yeah if they don't know that it's still there
2: (laughs) yeah yeah it's probably fine we saved the world and we saved pablo i told them about pablo because they asked how we met so i told them the whole story about how we met and my grandparents were taken Oh.
1: <laughs> I was very brief. I was just like, yeah, we all got our shit stolen. <laughs> so we met trying to get it back, and that was it. And they were like, okay. Oh, yeah, and they're
2: like, why Why do you still hang out? It's like, I'm a loose child. <laughs> I'm a loose child?
1: <laughs> I was like, which is vibe, for real?
2: The <laughs> vibes are you good. you said. You said they- <laughs> we vibe.
1: I didn't say that exactly, but...
2: No, I said verbatim, I am a loose child. <laughs> a loose
1: child. I need protection.
2: Or just I think an honestly
1: other people need protection from you, I think is really. <laughs>
2: they don't know that. <laughs> do you think they'll give Sam's journal back after they like go through it or whatever?
1: Hopefully I, I didn't say anything, but if they don't think it's important, then I have to imagine they would. And yeah, again, like I said, I don't think there's really anything in there besides her blood that I think.
0: <laughs> Hello. Hello. So a uh, very small building, not many rooms in this hallway. Uh, you pretty much just take an immediate right and you are in a small room that is lit by a single dangling lamp from the ceiling and there's a rectangular table. At one end of the table, there is Delaney sitting with a bunch of paperwork and there are two chairs uh, at the other end and Delaney invites you to sit. Do you do so? Of course. Great. Uh, Clementine sits right next to you. You see on the wall to your left, there is a large rectangular mirror. And in the back right corner of the room, there is a man who is kind of cloaked in shadow, who is wearing a lawn brown trench coat and wearing a fedora. You can't quite make out his face. Uh, oh. Delaney says, Are you ready? Of course. He says, Great. What is your name? Gimli Lodestone. Delaney says, What is your home city and region? Uh, I
3: am from Konalov City in the Synod region.
0: Delaney asks, "How did you meet Elodie Schmidt and Cindy?" Um,
3: mostly happenstance. We were in um. Oh my God, what's the what's the opening city we were in? I keep forgetting. We Lyco City Lillico. Summer Festival. Yeah, we were in Cove Summer Festival. Yeah. We were in the Cove Summer Festival, and um, uh, Team Energy attacked the city, and we were kind of thrown into the chaos and. From there, we just ended up all in the same circumstance and started adventuring together.
0: Delaney takes some notes and shuffles through your files. She asks, so why do you travel together? Um,
3: We travel together because we're all looking for people and we're all affected by NRG. So when we were traveling together, we were told one of the only ways we can really leave the country, uh, for most of us being foreign from here except for Cindy, um, we would have to get gym badges in order to do so. So we started adventuring to do that. Started running into NRG in the meantime, and it's just safer to travel in numbers, especially with like minded people.
0: Uh, as you mentioned, NRG, the man in the corner of the room uh, hands a different folder to Delaney. Uh, roll a perception check. Not great. 11. 11. You know that they exchange some words, and Delaney seems like kind of confused. Um, and she sets the file that she was handed underneath yours that she's currently going through. Mm hmm. Um, she asks, what is your ambition as a trainer?
3: Um, I don't really have an ambition as a trainer. This has been mostly a means to an end. Uh, I'm looking for my son. That's the only reason I'm in the country in the first place. So uh, he is a trainer. So I figured if you follow the path of a trainer,
0: you'll probably be met with other trainers. So uh, she flips through your file and uh, she stops at a certain point and She says, uh, Jim Lee lodestones your son, correct? That's correct. Yes. She says, all right. Uh, we surveyed the Pokemon that are registered to your trainer ID. Is Gigalith your most powerful Pokemon? I, I would say Trevor is, yeah. He says very well. Let's move on to the case at hand. What caused the incident?
3: Um. So I was working the ship at the time. We were getting carted along by Corsola that we uh, crashed into on the way in. Uh, where we were trying to get to Duford in the first place. Because we were told to come Well, look for my son down here. So, um... We, I was fixing up with the ship, and suddenly uh, after, oh, I forgot about the the boy. Um, while I was fixing the ship, I noticed that we picked up a boy from the ocean, which was shocking to me to begin with, but I was too busy handling the ropes to go address him, and the gang was handling it just fine. Um, and they were talking to the boy, and then suddenly the, the boat was, I think, taken through some kind of portal, and we ended up crashing into the house. I don't know how the portal spawned again. I was handling the ship, so I can't really say if something happened, but um, the boat just crashed into what appeared to be a house and we were here, and I was, I found myself waking up in a pile of debris and having to dig people out, so I, I don't really, I can't really say what happened outside of that.
0: Delaney is writing notes and she says, very well, thank you. Uh, apologies if you mentioned this already, but just to clarify, when the incident occurred, where were you intending, or intending on traveling? uh Duford. here <laughs> she says great uh she says how did you meet alex carpenter if you could give any more specifics Is that the boy she says yes that is the boy in the incident um like i said i i think the gang picked him out from the
3: ocean i don't know the details of that cuz quite frankly i was i was handling the ship i was that's what i was in charge of on the travel um so i don't really know much about the boy i um, I think when I was I was discussing with my colleagues that they, they they said something about ghosts picking him up and taking him out to the ocean. Which, again, I I don't know anything about that, but um, I don't think it's unreasonable to know ghost Pokemon will put pranks on people. So, seems pretty believable to me.
0: <laughs> Delaney nods and scribbles some notes. She asks, "Do you have any previous relationship to the Carpenter family?" No, I
3: I just met them with the crash,
0: unfortunately. Seem like lovely people, but she folds your file and she reaches into the bag that Brandon collected everyone's belongings in. Uh, please roll a d12. One. One. That's fun. Uh, That's fun. It's, it's just a table, so it doesn't mean anything. Right. Uh, Delaney pulls out um, the pokey link, the PC box link that you received um, in your adventures. She asks, can you tell me a little bit about this device?
3: Yeah, that's um, that was given to us from, again, you're going to have to jog my memory on this. What was her uh, name? Lynette. So was, uh, a Pokemon researcher named Lynette, uh, she gave us the Pokélink as like an experimental thing. Apparently, it just functions like the normal PC we're used to, uh, but it allows us to kind of swap Pokemon wherever is, she said, viable. So I guess it's like some places it doesn't get signal or something.
0: She says, oh, interesting, a prototype. Nice.
3: Yeah, it's a prototype. We're testing it for her to collect some experimental data. It's been it's been very useful. We can just swap Pokemon whenever we feel like it. and as trainers that are still getting our badges we, we do have a limited party of Pokemon and I have quite a few through our adventures here, so it's
0: really nice to just be able to switch. She seems not skeptical of your response. Um, she now opens the folder that was handed to her um, and at this point Clementine speaks up And he says, are you sure we got I feel like we got all the info we needed. And the man in the corner, uh, reaches, uh, for a bifold wallet that he has in his chest pocket. And Clementine says, no, okay, I get it. It's fine. And, uh, Delaney kind of hesitantly looks at this folder that was handed to her. Um, she flips through it. Please roll a perception check. 12. Okay. You see, um, there's some photographs, there's some words, there's like some newspaper Mm -hmm. Articles mm-hmm. And there are some symbols that you don't particularly recognize. You didn't quite roll high enough to get any more information right. than that. But it seems weird. Uh, okay. She asks to you, she says, have you met or otherwise interacted with uh, Hohen gym leader Watson? Uh, yeah, we uh, we've encountered Watson
3: and we also competed in his gym challenge. So
0: Delaney asks, did he tell you anything interesting or out of the ordinary?
3: Um, In what sense? I don't, I don't know what you would. I, I find things
0: out of the ordinary to be maybe a little bit different than you. So you might be need to be more specific. Uh, she turns to look at the man behind her to her left and he just shakes his head. No. And she turns around and she says, it's fine. Doesn't matter. Uh, she okay. Delaney turns to another point in the file and she asks, do you know someone by the name of Sumetra Redtree? Uh, yeah, Sam. We were
3: traveling with her for a while before, um, she was taken away by what appeared to be a very powerful Alakazam after we encountered Deoxys. I, I know that's a lot to take in, I don't know if any of my colleagues mentioned <laughs>
0: Deoxys, but <laughs> we did have an encounter with it. Um, please roll just a straight Charisma check. hmm
3: Um, that is a 14.
0: Okay, um... You see that they seem to believe you to an extent. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, both Delaney and the strange man are taking notes uh, for the first time. Okay. The man in the corner is writing things down. Delaney hmm. asks, do you know where Symmetra currently is? "Uh,
3: No, we might have a general idea of direction, but we have no idea at all.
0: OK, Uh, you see that Clementine has his arms crossed and he doesn't look happy, but uh, he is uh, compliant for some reason for something. Uh, Mm. Delaney asks, do you have any other information that you'd like to volunteer that may be relevant to the case as she closes the file?
3: I mean, I've provided everything I can, so I can't really speak on anything otherwise. She
0: says, well, I've offered this to your friends. Uh, they were very compliant, as were you, and I would like to ask you if there's anything of your belongings uh, that would, uh, that you would like to have at this moment while we wait and process this information and set up your trial.
3: Um, I would would probably just like to have Trevor. I saw that everyone was taking their partners and I would love to see mine.
0: Delaney says, very well, that's perfectly fine. And she pulls out Trevor's Pokeball. You do recognize it and uh, it is in your possession. You may re-add it to your inventory if you so wish. And Clementine gets up and he says, well, that's about it. I guess we're done then. And Delaney says, yeah, that'll be fine. I'm going to uh, speak with our judge. Uh, Delaney says, first, we will determine bail. We'll have that for you before the end of the day. And then uh, we will reconvene tomorrow for a proper arrangement and a plea and a trial. Sounds good. Um, Delaney stands up and leaves to a different building, a different room. And Clementine and you are escorted back to the holding cell. Okay, great.
3: Can I on the way back? Can I speak to Clementine first? Like privately? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah.
0: Do you want it privately, like even without your party members? Yes. Okay, yeah, you are able to do that.
3: Okay. So, <laughs> couldn't help but notice, but you seemed rather cross with them. Was every, everything alright?
0: Clementine says, yeah, it's, it's, it's fine. It's, it's not a big deal. They're not doing anything wrong, it's just, uh, you know... I, I just the- noticed they were asking about things that weren't
3: case-relevant. Not uh-huh. that I, I don't feel willing to comply, but and it didn't seem wrong to do so because it's just fine information, but it seemed really irrelevant.
0: Uh, Clementine kind of gets real close to you to make sure that no one else can hear, right. and he says, listen, there's not much I can do when the chief of the international police is in the room with me. I, I hope you understand.
3: I I completely understand. I thought he was some somewhat important that he was handing folders around, so I complete it.
0: Uh Clementine says, if it's relevant to the case that I'm here for, then more power to him. If it's relevant for something that is out of my pay grade, can't really say no.
3: Yeah, I mean, totally fair. Because this, I was like, that's definitely not relevant to the case. But if he wants to know more, I'm, I'm not willing to not share. So,
0: do you have any further questions for Clementine?
3: Um, oh, I want, <laughs> I wanted to ask you after this is all said and done. Um, I, know, you take really good care of Shuckles. I was wondering if you were interested in holding on to mine for a little while, Lizzie. She. She just likes to stretch her legs and stuff, and I think she could use a little bit of joy. And you, use such good enthusiasm that I would, I would love for you to hold on to her for a little
0: while. If that wow. would be, wow, I didn't expect that. I would say like make a roll, but like no, like Clementine's fucking down. <laughs> he says, yeah, sure, you've sure. just been so good to us. Like I,
3: I figured this would be good for you, and it will be good for Lizzie." So Clementine says, "You, you must be joking. You, you can't be serious." No, nah, you, you just have been such a big help for us, and. And honest, like I said, Liz, Lizzie just de- deserves like a little bit of pamperment, you know? And I think you would take great care of her for a little while, so.
0: He is uh, moved to tears. <laughs> he is so delighted <laughs> with this. And he says, he puts his hand on your shoulder and he says, I'm going to show you the best damn Lorian you've ever seen. And uh, he is very happy and proud and excited. I appreciate you, sir. You've been so good to us. He says, it's all my pleasure. And, uh. With that, he's welcome, or you're welcome to reunite if you wish. Absolutely. Yep. Okay.
1: Perfect. Excellent. Oh, just <laughs> All, right.
3: All right. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> the game. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what's going on here?
1: <laughs> we, When you come back, Elodie and Cindy, Cindy have acquired a mop. <laughs> <laughs> what? Throw up. <laughs> How'd you get a mop? We decided to DM for you. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, Elodie yeah.
2: rolled a 21 for investigation and we found a mop.
0: <laughs> you self DM'd. Yeah. You self dm That's great. That's no, that's good. That's good. That's really I amazing. also self
2: DM'd Cindy eating more cake and rolled a four on that contract. So she is <laughs> not feeling
0: good. Oh man. That's, that's awesome. a classic kid thing. That's great. Um, <laughs> it is at this moment that it appears the interrogations are done. Um, Delaney and the strange man who's accompanying her are leaving the building, but Gothel stands in the door. Clementine uh, says, uh, "Did they say when they're they're going to let you out of here?"
2: Did they tell you?
0: And Clementine says, "Wait, hold up!" And he like shouts out to Delaney, and she turns around and she says, "Oh, right. We're uh, if you, if you don't notice that uh, we're a pretty small staff in this little town, and uh, one of our best interns quit yesterday, so." Uh, we're we're a little short-handed. Um, tell you what, I trust my partner here, and she slaps her hand on the back of Gothitelle and she says, "Uh, if you so wish, you're welcome to uh, explore Town, spend some money, help our economy a little bit. Just don't get into any trouble. Gothatel will tell me right away, and uh, we'll we'll get in touch tomorrow uh, about so do the arrangement of the trial. Yeah, well, yeah. Of our do we have money?
2: Because right? if you have our stuff, we only have our partner have Pokemon. Our we don't have
3: money.
0: Yeah. Uh, Delaney thinks for a bit. Uh, she says, "Well, you're trainers; you can you can win some battles, right? Just go challenge the gym. You're fine." What the fuck?
1: With, <laughs> Just with like, only uh, our partner Pokemon. <laughs>
0: uh, Delaney says, "Ah, okay, yeah, you're right, you're right." And uh, she holds out all of your Pokeballs that all of you have, um, and she and she says, "You're welcome to take as many as your gym badges allow you, which I believe is five um and uh wouldn't it be easier to just give us our money <laughs> i mean
3: not that i don't want our partner pokemon but i feel like this is really backwards roll, roll, of, roll, up a of, persuasion. roll of persuasion
0: roll <laughs> persuasion uh, 14 14 yeah. is high enough um no. she says she's she sighs and she says yeah it's in a different safe let, let me get it for you and she leaves your balls there in front of Gothitelle. um and she goes to retrieve your money um Gothitelle is weird dude it's given like weird vibes uh but it like it doesn't have any facial expressions really it just is kind of staring at everyone like all the time kind of (laughs) creepy um but it is at this moment that Mm -hmm. each of you can choose four additional pokemon if you wish to have them um none of them are in the pc the police must have done something where they are all like in this containment kind of uh so you have access to everything if you so wish to choose some mons
3: so i'm gonna take lizzie's pokeball and hand it to clementine
0: okay you do that
3: and then i'm going to <laughs> like i take i, I know we're, we're still doing this right now but when you take her back take her care of her
0: he um he sheds a tear and he says thank you
3: and then i'm gonna take trevor mm-hmm. uh i'm gonna take bean mm-hmm. lasagna okay and Ooh, do you want I get one more, and it's not Briggolab this time. Even though he's a gym challenge MVP. I think we're going to work with David. Cool. All
0: right. Um, just to suspend the disbelief a bit, we will suggest that when you hand Liz's Pokeball to Clementine, that there is a mechanical recognition that it is your trainer ID, but not registered to you currently. Is that yeah. fair? I I, I don't want to deal with the bullshit of, like, figuring that out. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's fine. fine. um, Gimli claims his Pokeballs, and the rest of them uh, are all teleported away into the PC. Mm -hmm. Uh, Who's next?
2: Uh, I take, so I have Soli, I'm going to grab Cookie, Fang, Jack, and Larvastar. So we're going to leave Izzy for now.
0: Okay. You do that. Izzy gets whooped into cyberspace. Um, of course, you know what's next, Elodie.
1: Um, yes. I shall grab. I already have cabbage. I will grab bubblegum, grape juice, key lime, and
0: aubergine. Great. Blueberry gets warped into cyberspace as per usual. Sorry, right, Blueberry. Um, were there other it's just It's just Blueberry, right?
1: It's just Blueberry. Yeah,
0: so sad. It's fine. Blueberry's a trooper. Delaney returns. With money, uh, she says. Hope you understand. This has to go in a separate safe, uh, you know. And she she doles it out to everyone so you can consider all of your money. She Delaney shares a moment with her Gothatel, just like a mental thing. And Delaney says, "Oh, sure." And she reaches into the bag and she hands Elodie the egg incubator. Um, she says, "Gothatel mm. thinks that you might need this, so we can let you have it." Thank you. Uh, Delaney says. Appreciate. For a couple of reasons, one being good behavior and two, because we have some new reports and new calls and we need our three jail cells back. Um, we've arranged for you to be able to stay in the hostel overnight, if you so wish, at the Pokemon Center. Um, Hello, and you have been granted amnesty of the island. You can go wherever you like, uh, as long as it's not uh, to Granite Cave or beyond to the north and not into the forest to the south. And beyond that, you have the whole range of the town, if you so wish. Great. Um, Delaney one more time says thank you for your patience with this investigation Uh, our small town doesn't have big events like this very often so uh, we appreciate your compliance and we are uh, we look forward to offering you a speedy trial and you can get back on your way soon
2: and can we help rebuild the house
0: Delaney says we can discuss that with the judge uh, at our trial tomorrow okay Delaney says I'll escort you out uh, uh I kind of have to, so <laughs> you can come with me. <laughs> oh, great, yeah. And uh, she gets you outside to do for town. It's like uh, it's like in the afternoon, it's a sunny day on the beach. People are running around, running errands. It does seem like it's it might be a weekend or just maybe in this island town. They just don't do a whole lot of stuff. Uh, there's a poster that you can see just uh, like on the door of the Pokemon Center that has some text that says, uh, you're never too old to be an adventurer and it has a bunch of dates <laughs> yeah. on it. Um, something's happening. Who, who knows? Is involving that. Uh, people are looking at it and they're like, wow. And they're all really excited. Um, like, I feel like I said that last night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're all due for town. I don't know if there's anything else you wish to do. Just want to check in real quick. Is there any little last minute things you want to take care of? Um, I think the first thing I want to do is be on my way to Shea Schmidt's okay.
3: Right? Yeah. Go to
2: the hospital.
0: Okay. You check in with the human hospital that is adjacent to the Pokemon Center, asking about Schmidt. I'm assuming you all kind of rush the counter. What do you say? <laughs> is Schmidt okay' <laughs> um, <I'm> sorry <laughs> the receptionist says, and there's like people in the waiting room that are just kind of hanging out and they say uh schmidt how how do you all know Schmidt? Are you family uh, we We were traveling we'
2: closest you we're like a family. a family family." <laughs> he's the closest thing to family i have right now oh my god (laughs) um my grandparents were taken
0: oh my god (laughs) jeez going all in on uh roll cindy can roll a persuasion
2: (laughs) um the four
0: okay uh they don't buy the tears um the receptionist says well, we have, a, we have a one visitor policy, and it has to be family, and they have a family member here currently. Um, I can give you some information on their condition, but they can't be seen right now. They're entering surgery very soon. Wait, they have a family member here? Um, the receptionist looks down at her monitor, and she flips through, and she says, uh, Yeah, they have a relative. I can't specify who. Okay.
1: Huh. Is his grandfather? Uh, is it <laughs> is grandfather? Walker? Is it Walker?
0: It would have to be Walker, or
1: is yeah.
3: Whitney here? <laughs>
1: Did Whitney get well, here? She couldn't have traveled across the region,
2: because the region that's was what I'm, That's what I'm
0: thinking, but...
2: Also, Johto's, like, in shambles right now? Maybe? Yeah, yeah.
0: so it probably is Walker. Okay, okay. Uh, the receptionist asks, is there anything else I can do for you?
1: Um, Well, you said you could update us on his status, can't you?
0: Um... She says, yes, within uh, the the Hoenn clauses of medical conditions, I can give you an update. And she flips through and she presses a button and uh, she's like reading a a script, a text, something perhaps is translating her chart that she has for Schmidt into things that she can communicate to people. Um, The receptionist eyes it over and she says "Uh, Schmidt is in stable condition. He is undergoing a major surgery. The outcome looks good, and he should be released later tonight. He's undergoing
2: a major surgery. Let him know we're staying at the hostel.
0: The receptionist writes on a sticky note, and she says, I'll do my best to get this to one of his nurses. Appreciate that. Thank you so much.
1: She
0: says, of course. Is that all for the human hospital?
1: Have you happened to see an Altaria? It's like a fluffy blue and white bird pokémon?
0: She's going to make a roll. She says, mm, no, I haven't seen one of those. Sorry." Uh, okay. Are you all done at the hospital?
2: I think Is so. Is anyone else here we recognize?
0: Like in the waiting room area? Yeah. Um, roll a perception.
2: 9.
0: 9. Okay, nope, no one you recognize. Um, you do notice that as you like turn around to look at the look around the room, um, the three of you who are, like, standing in a line, uh, you turn around, and Gothitelle is, like, right behind you. Like, oh my God. Y- your nose, like, scrapes her body as, like, you turn around, and she's just looking at you with a very vacant Blake expression.
3: Wow, we couldn't do anything even if-, if we wanted to.
0: How's
1: it going? Do
0: you say this to <laughs> Gothitelle?
1: <right>. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Roll Charisma.
1: 23.
0: Okay. Um, that's very good, because Gothitelle just stares at you. And uh and nothing I love bad it. happens to you. <laughs> and nothing bad. Anything else? For your, your afternoon in, in Duford Town at the moment? I checked on Schmidt's hey, so we, Yeah. We'll be town session right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I think maybe we will save that for another time, perhaps hello and thank you for listening to the 64th episode of dunsparce and drampa extra special thanks to our latest patrons being dan and matthew thanks to our patrons we've been able to produce this podcast for just about two years now and for that we are so very grateful we have the link to our patreon as well as many other fun links including our discord twitter and merch store at linktree slash dunsparce that's linktree slash dunsparce the next episode will be releasing on july 4th thank you so much for your support we'll see you then vision fades your eyes reopen and it's a sunny weekend afternoon on route 34 of the jota region just south of glistening goldenrod city it's a saturday and you have the weekend off from school you're eagerly running down towards Ilex forest the mysterious and sacred woods that separates goldenrod from azalea town a whimsical pink bulldog creature leaps from the grass and chomps at your ankles playfully narrowly missing your brand new white and sky blue shoes that your mom bought you for you for you yesterday Pink and green cottonweed Pokemon are floating northwards in the sea breeze, contrasting the perfectly blue sky. The eccentric elderly couple who runs the daycare shouts out to you in friendly recognition. Slow down, Schmidt. You might trip if you're not careful. With smiles on their faces. Why is Schmidt running to Ilex Forest? Dog what? I don't know. <laughs> you know what? Let's just say he was just trying to like get away from home. Like yeah. he wanted to get away from like the gym leader situation, so he's just going. Yeah, that's fair. This is probably either the closest and/or the most interesting natural space that's outside of the urban city. So, dude, ooh, that was an eighteen. Eighteen's pretty high. Schmidt sees uh, out of the corner of his eye just like a vi- an incredibly f- quickly moving uh, flash of bright green light, and then as he refocuses his attention after being distracted by that, it is now evening. Uh, in Ilex Forest, even though the cloud cover, the, the tree cover is immense. He can peer up through the branches and see that it's probably dinner time that he probably needs to start going home. Mom is so going to kill me. Are, are you going to head home? <laughs> yeah.